Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than six years now. I have six children using CTC math, and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. I love seeing them enjoy this math program and grow in their mathematical journey. Thank you so much for all that you're doing and for providing quality math lessons for my children. So friends, if you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Hi, everybody. This is Vicki from the Homeschool High School podcast. And we are here to celebrate and say happy birthday to the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. So we've been part of this network a long time, and we know it is awesome to be part of a cool bunch of people um, and to celebrate the podcast network's 10th anniversary. So hooray! Yay! Um, thanks everyone for listening all these years. So there's a bunch of folks that have been around since year one. And uh, so, and thanks to Felice for starting this all up. So Felice Gruitz is a visionary who saw ahead, you know, when podcasting was a lot younger and knowing that there are needs that are in our homeschool community and we can be out there serving. So Felice came to Sabrina and Kim and I, way back years ago at a conference and asked us if we would start the homeschool high school podcast because she wanted something about homeschooling high school. And we go like, oh, that'd be cool. And so that's how we all got started. So today I want to share just a little bit about some of the things that we've experienced. And one is how to find balance in our homeschool world with work and life. So you got homeschooling, you got work, you got life you know, that's a lot to juggle. And so we want to talk about how to make that happen. So, you know, most of you guys, if you've listened for a while, know that I was homeschool mom of five um, and a working mom. So I've worked as a licensed professional counselor for many decades. And so, you know, it kind of supported our homeschool habits. So it took some intentional balancing to get through And uh, so I'd like to share a few tips that are hopefully helpful to you as you balance your homeschooling work and life. So, all right. So tip number one is there is no such thing as a Pinterest perfect homeschool. So all of the, the wonderful pictures that you will see on Facebook or Instagram or Pinterest you are going to get the highlights. And of course, I mean, who wants to show the bad days? Um, and so it's hard on us if we compare ourselves to the pictures on social media. So especially Pinterest, because it's got so many good ideas. So keep the good ideas, but escalate it down, you know, to real life expectations. So um a long, long time ago at the two to one conference. So Colleen was sharing about juggling balls, you know, so we homeschool moms, especially us working homeschool moms are juggling lots of balls. And every day when we get up, it's a good idea 
to decide which balls to drop ahead of time. Just go ahead and plan. So that's tip number two, is that you aren't going to be able to do everything every day, especially 100%. And so some balls, you're just going to put down that day. So one day, it may not be having a really tidy house or getting the laundry done. Um, and one day it, instead, what's going to happen is a homeschool, the co-op field trip, or there's a presentation, you got to make it work. So like this, this is a juggling and we can't do it all every day. We can do what we have to do each day. And as we are faithful, tip number three is as we're faithful to what God gives us to do, we'll do it good enough. So you know, a lot of us homeschool moms have a picture in our head of what we want, you know, like this vision of perfection that, you know, like the social media posts. So I'm going to give you tip number four. And that is the quote that has absolutely rescued my life is from G.K. Chesterton. And he said, anything worth doing is worth doing badly. <laughs> and so, you know, if, if we have a picture of perfect, so we spend you know, eight hours a day with our homeschool high schoolers and all the other younger kids. Um, and we spend eight hours a day at work and we spend eight hours a day on the, the chores. You know what? It, somewhere there's got to be other things on the schedule. So, you know, we, we figure out a way to do that and it will not look perfect and it, it might feel badly to us but it just has to be good enough. It just has to be good enough. So how do we know what's good enough? All right. So tip number five um, is it just has to be good enough. And we determine what good enough is by clarifying our priorities. And so we want to do that in a big picture way. And then you have to do that usually on a weekly, daily basis, you know, really often. So um, so clarifying those priorities. So what are your priorities? Like, why are you homeschooling? Why are you working? You know, why do you have all these kids? You know, what, why are, are you married? Why are you a church member? So what, what are our priorities in life? So, you know, some of the priorities we might have is helping our kids get through homeschooling high school for four years. We got four more years to do. We're going to finish this thing out. Um, one priority might be helping to make sure they're ready for the next thing in life, whether that's college or career or military or missions field, um, or whether it's, you know, like doing something from home, all of that, you know, if, if it's a priority, you note it, you note it. And it's really good to write these priorities down and not just hold them in your head, but to have them written down. I always like to quote Habakkuk 2.2. Is you write the vision and make it clear so that those who can, those who read it can run with it. And uh, the ones who need to read it most is us. All right. Is one of your priorities just helping your teens clarify what they're about? You know, what are their gifts, their interests, how to develop those things? Hey, sometimes that might be a priority for you too, because sometimes we get lost in the sauce of life and to rediscover, you know, who am I really? Um, is one of our priorities connecting our teens to resources, like helping them start developing the tools for the rest of life. 
um, you know, getting them involved in an umbrella school or extracurriculars or service organizations, you know, things that, that help them start developing a, a rhythm for the networking of adulthood. Okay. Uh, maybe one of your priorities is advancing or changing your own career or paying the bills or being faithful in a role as a caregiver. You know, a lot of us are in a sandwich generation. So we're caring for our youngers and our olders. Um, uh, is it caring for a family member with a chronic illness? Is it juggling the needs of multiple children? And is one of your priorities practicing enough self-care? So take a, take a minute and write that down. And can I just note that last one just for a second? So next tip is practicing enough self-care should be somewhere on the priority list. That doesn't mean if you're a full-time working mom and full-time homeschool mom that you have time to go to the gym an hour a day and, and be a fitness queen. And maybe you do. I, you know, I don't know what your world has brought to you. Um, but sometimes what enough self-care might be is making sure you eat when the family eats, making sure that you're hydrated through the day, making sure that every time you can, you stop and take a deep breath, breathe in, purse your lips, breathe out slow, and lower your blood pressure, get your calm down nervous system going. And that's, that's what that deep breath does, is that sometimes that's all you got. And if you do that, if you've got a basic minimum effective dose of self-care, it will get you through these homeschooling years. Um, and hopefully, as the teens are more independent, you'll have a little more time for coffee with a friend or uh, exercise class or whatever it is that's on your heart to do for your self-care. Okay. All right. One thing to do as you're thinking about priorities, so this is tip number seven, is know that teens need to be in the priorities also. Not that you're forgetting the teens, you know, and the other priorities, but you want to sit down and say, hey, kid, what are your priorities? You know, what's, what's important to you? So a lot of teens have at least a vague idea of what their priorities are. So do they just want to graduate and get a job? Do they want to go to college? Do they want to go to the military? Um, do they have something they just are so interested in they want to put their energy? You know, so some teens are really into a sport or, or um, they're doing show riding with their horse um, you know, in some kind of competition where they're traveling around. Um, they, they may want to concentrate on that. Um, maybe they want to get a job and start building a resume. Maybe there's volunteer work that they've been wanting to do or they just want friend time. And so you listen to their priorities and say, you know what, their priorities at that phase of life matter too. And so how do we juggle those balls to get them all in there enough, not a perfect dose for everybody, but enough. Okay. Does that make sense? Then once you got priorities, you can help keep it balanced by actually doing some written planning. So uh, honest to goodness, like, you know, I tend to be toward the ADHD side of things. And I found 
that when I have an external plan, like written down plan, um, so this is how I'm going to schedule my day. This is what my year-long goals are. Um, this is what my semester goals are for both work, homeschooling, and self-care. Um, that that all of that actually gets more of it gets done. <laughs> if it's not written down, if it's not planned out, you get to the end of the day and go, oh my goodness, what on earth happened today? All right. All right. Tip number, I think I'm on eight now, is one-on-ones. Okay. So one-on-ones. Absolutely. When you are a work-in parent and you have homeschool high schoolers, one of the best things you can do is put on the schedule one-on-ones, just like you would have at work in, a, in an office setting. So it may be a weekly one-on-one where you sit down and you talk about the week that just happened and you look over the schoolwork, you set goals for the next week. It might be a daily or it might be, you know, once a month. However it works in your family best, that's what you want. Like, but literally say, this is our one-on-ones. Put it on the calendar for both you and your teens. Then the last tip that I, I want to share for balancing homeschooling and work and momming and self-care um, is the need for community. You know, like as a homeschool mom, I always want to say, where am I going to fit that in? But literally, we need some kind of community. So sometimes church is going to be enough. Sometimes, and I really encourage this, is if there's a homeschool organization that has other high school moms or other working moms, um, it really, really helps. So sometimes all you got time for is the digital version. And so there are digital Facebook groups and other digital organizations. You can look at um, Homeschool Mama Self-Care. You can look at Seven Sisters Homeschool Facebook group. Um, it's not that hard to homeschool high school Facebook groups. There's a bunch of really good ones. And of course, the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network has a, a page that has plenty of room for asking questions in there. Um, so we need at least digital. But if you can be part of a local homeschool community where you're switching off with other working moms, so you handle this field trip and they handle the other um, you might make some new friends and it will pay off. You know, that's how we got the Seven Sisters of Seven Sisters Homeschool, where the podcast came from, um, because we were co-oping together and enjoyed being with each other so much. It just was a natural outgrowth. OK, now bonus tip. And, you know, this might have been better up at the very beginning, but it leaves it on a good place. Um, our Seven Sister Kim always says, pray first, last, and always. And she's the kind of person who will just kind of throw out a prayer real quick in any kind of situation. So it'll be like a one sentence, but she and God are tight. And so really, you know, there's a God who cares. And even when we are booked up to our eye teeth, if he has given us this to do, he will give us the wisdom, strength, and, and ability to get through what we need to get through. So, you know, hang in there and think about the priorities. And hey, you know, send us a, a question or a comment on the Seven Sisters Homeschool Facebook group. 
and uh, check out the, our Facebook page for the podcast. And we'd just love to hear from you. So again, happy birthday, 10 years to the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. And we look forward to many more years to come. What has candles and usually accompanies a cake? That's right, birthdays. The Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network is celebrating 10 years. What does that mean for you? It means we have a track record of being the number one homeschool podcast network with 10 years of bringing you fabulous homeschool podcasts all in one place. My name is Felice Gerwitz and I'm the founder of Media Angels and this Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. When I started in 2013, I had no idea how big we'd grow. I asked a handful of my friends if they'd join me on the network, and many are still here with me today. We've been consistent for 10 years, and we are a hardworking bunch of homeschool parents who are also podcasters. And we really care. We care about you, We're here for you as you navigate homeschooling, and we're here for you 24-7 on every podcast platform, and we're always free. You are extremely important, and we want you to enjoy this birthday celebration. For our 10th year, we're giving away some fabulous prizes. The best way to stay current with all the information we provide is to subscribe. How do you do that? Glad you asked. The ultimate homeschoolpodcastnetwork.com is where you go and look for the subscribe box. You will receive up-to-date information coming to your inbox once a week and you'll never miss another freebie again. Thanks so much for listening to my podcast, Vintage Homeschool Moms, and the other podcasts from extraordinary hand-picked homeschool podcasters just like the one you're going to listen to right now. Thanks for making our 10th year special.